Welcome to Glitch Please, the show where we talk about video games and video game-like stuff. I'm Adam. Ben. I'm Chad. Nick. <laughs> We're doing good. We don't Alrighty. need Ashley. Um, it's been a week since we last talked. None of you were here last week, so nope. hello, welcome to the show. Nick, is this your first time on? This is my first time on. Thank welcome, Nick. Nick, what, what, who are you? Uh, that, that is the question, isn't it? Who am I? It's a question I always ask myself. No, uh, I'm Nick. I work at ScrewAttack. I do uh, voiceover for Top 10. I previously worked on Death Battle. Um, really, Top 10 is kind of my main thing right now. I write and edit and voice that. So that's kind of my Fantastic. Thing. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Chad, Thank you. glad to have you back. Yeah, ben, thanks, glad to have you uh, away from the far away chair. Um, <laughs> it's nice so to be here. Before, before we get, we're going to talk about... Things like Stardew Multiplayer, Ooh. things like a Red Dead Redemption 2 trailer launching. But before we do, let's talk about what we have been playing. Chad, what have you been playing? It's going to be the same answer as last time. <laughs> I'm still hopelessly addicted to Sea of Thieves. What the fuck? Man? Really? I told you. Like, I, I don't know. I know I should be burnt on it, but I keep having fun. Like, and I keep, there's always a new experience into how I just ruin someone's day. And it just, it isn't getting old for me. Like, uh, we loaded in uh, Night Before Last. And we just happened to see a galley, and like right as we started, and a kraken went after him. So we're like, "Oh no, they got loot." We pull up and just wrecked them like immediately. And I heard them screaming; they were really, really pissed off. <laughs> and then we jumped in the water and killed the remaining uh, people. And then there was just saw a pile of chests, and it turned out they had 18 chests. Jesus! Five black powder barrels and four crates. And there's an um, achievement for getting 20 chests. They were so, so close. <laughs> they were trying to get that 20 chest on board achievement. Oh. We laughed all the way to putting them up, and then we stopped at one island. How does it feel ruining people's day? You know, there's that, like, little twinge in the back, you know, that you're like, I should maybe feel guilty for this. But that's what the game is about. It's Sea of Thieves. Thieves, right? You're not Sea of Friends. Are you a believer in karma? See, okay, I told my wife this yesterday. She doesn't play Sea of Thieves, but, like, I explained it to her, and she goes, you need to go, like, light a candle or like something like you need to offset the balance of what you did to those people yeah. and i'm like it's the point of the game but yeah we felt one of the other guys in our crew he was like i feel really bad for them and i'm like it's yeah that's why we do this i Maybe. felt bad until you saw the money pour. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why i won't play those games because it's it's such bad karma you're, all you're doing is fucking people over you're gonna get fucked over so i don't know i usually have that small voice in my head saying like this is really bad you should have felt bad about that but it's drowned out by that deep guttural laugh that comes along with just how <laughs> yeah, I know, right? see and the thing is because of people like me you can't trust anyone. So, like, as much as the, there's that side of me that would love to be like, hey, let's team up. Like, you know, we'll, we'll form up our parties together and we'll go do something. Like, I, in the back of my mind, I'm like, they're going to betray me. Like, so I have to stab them in the back right. first. But uh, that's the kind of, like, magical experience that a game like Sea of Thieves gives you. Exactly. Because you never know when the betrayal's going to happen or if it's going to happen at all. But yep. Man, you're wasting so much of their time. You're ruining it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, they, I don't mind, like, fucking nothing. with people when it's like, all right, I've wasted... Two minutes of your time, but like you're you're talking hours. Oh yeah, they, they must have been hours. Like, God, and it's great because you can still hear their mic as they're like dying. <laughs> so like you always get the look. Oh fuck no! Like they're gonna get the loot or like all these last like just screams of desperation. It's just like the cherry on top. I would love it if if you died in that game as you as you were dying. The like there was a voice effect that got added in that was just like gurgling as you spoke, like mm. you were just drowning. <laughs> 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 Fucking awesome. awesome. They finally released a content map for that too, or for that game of like for releases. Yeah. So I know sometime this month, The Hungering Deep is supposed mm -hmm. to come out, and then yep. Summer is Cursed Sales, 
and then later in the summer is Forsaken Shores. And what are those things? They there's a God there's a whole knows. yeah list of things, but I know that they are constantly updating it. They just dropped a patch that yeah, this week added cosmetics. Yep, um, so. and your name is hidden when you're swimming underwater, so it's way easier. To no get way, up really? Boat and climb up there and yeah, that's set that power bottle and blow up the ship. Board. Normally, I, yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway, hmm. speaking of. This is totally unrelated. There's a show called The Terror that's about ship travel. Okay. Fucking real good. Okay. Yeah, real good. Uh, ben? I'll just commit to the pirate's life. I'll start watching shows about it. <laughs> I will become a pirate. It's more of like a, a voyage show, but like it's really good. <laughs> it's on It's on a ship, so it's close. Uh, I've been playing a similar game uh, that you get with your friends and you fuck with each other uh-huh. <laughs> in that, uh, but maybe a little different setting. I've been playing Stardew Valley multiplayer. Mm. Okay. Uh, okay. And that game, we'll get to it more in depth <laughs> later, but that game is a lot of fun with friends. It's way different. You don't have to worry about the clock. You don't have to worry about like planning out your entire day. Uh, you just like, all right, I'm mining today. You go off and farm, you go off and fish, and we'll have a great time. And then everybody leaves the farm and you go into their house and you start moving things around. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> You can do things like, uh, I think I went and took everybody's furniture and piled it into one person's house so that way when it got close to midnight and they had to come back, you're supposed to fall asleep by 2 a.m. Otherwise, you collapse from exhaustion. And they're, they're, on, they're on like the last minute to get in. They walk inside. There's just a bunch of furniture in there. They can't get to your bed. Oh, no. <laughs> that, that sounds like some old school like Animal Crossing grief thing from oh, back yeah. in the DS days. Yeah, it feels yeah. like you're just like playing a nonchalant game with a bunch of friends, and you can just mess with them and have fun. Uh, you also all share gold. So uh, once you know that you're about to hit that 2,000 gold for that sweet, sweet backpack, you start uh, buying stuff. You just run in and buy the <laughs> backpack trivial before you else can. Is it like totally the same stuff you'll do in single player, but now you have multiple people? Yeah. Is there, is there is there any changes to that formula at all? Like, not not saying that there needs to be, but like, are things scaled up? Like, uh, yeah. Anyway? So uh, when you create your farm, uh, you can play. I played with uh, <clears throat> a few of the broadcast guys, Christian and Peyton, uh, and our friend Jen, and we. I hosted the farm, and when you first start it up, you can choose a scale on like how much income you're going to get based off of what you're selling. So if you want to just play regular Stardew with friends, you'll still get the same income for what you're selling. Uh, or you can scale it down. So it's like, oh, we have four people. Let's get 25% of what we're making to mm-hmm. make it harder. Uh, we just went with the usual Stardew experience. Uh, you hop in your game. You have three different huts uh, that everyone can kind of live in. I guess they're, yeah, they're more like the initial cabin. I don't know if you can upgrade them yet. We haven't looked into that. But if you can, your farm's going to get busy real fast. Uh, and you just kind of start, and you can do whatever you want to in the Stardew world that you usually do. You can go and romance people, you can marry each other, you can marry, you can romance, you can marry each other? You can romance your friends. Oh. All right. <laughs> is, there, is there in-game text chat? There is in-game text nice. chat. It's nice. great. Awesome. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I've really, really been enjoying it, and it's still in beta. We've had a few issues where we'll be in the middle of something really important, and someone's game crashes, or... Mm. Uh, like you, we're still learning things. Like the clock never pauses now. Usually, you could like pause it. And like I'm gonna go grab a snack, and then you come back and you realize, oh no, it's been three days and I've collapsed and <laughs> lost all of my gold. But yeah, it's it's really really enjoyable. It's t- totally refreshed Stardew Valley for me. Uh, Want to jump back into that and go from there? Sweet. That's great. Is it is it something that for <laughs> someone that wasn't into the solo experience of Stardew Valley, would that be playing with that with friends? Would that draw them into it? I think so. You don't have to worry about playing like so when you're playing single player usually you want to have your whole day planned out you want to wake up you want to water your crops you want to run out into town you got to talk to the right people you have to throw the right items at people and then you have a good six hours to run in and do whatever you need to do with this it's just 
you can sit down. You don't have to worry about the clock really at all. You can just choose what you want to do and focus on that and have fun with it. Gotcha. So cool. yeah, I would recommend it. If you have a group of friends that you want to just have a chill experience, you can sit down and mess with each other a little bit. And mm-hmm. it kind of feels like sitting down and playing just like a LAN party with friends where cool. there's no real point to what you're doing outside of just spraying a farm and make some gold and probably prank each other and have some fun. So what you should know about Nick is Nick is one of the nicest people in the entire world, except for when he plays video games. Except for when I'm not. Yeah, he like, he has a really dark, sadistic trolling side, so like, be warned if you meet up with him. And if I find Valley. a way to screw with somebody, I will, <laughs> I will do it. Let's start playing Sea of Thieves in uh, Stardew Valley. <laughs> please, can we, can we please? As soon as I cut to Stardew's farms and everything's on fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, if the section were called what well, we're going to be playing, I would say Sea of Thieves again because they have that $1 Game Pass deal where you get a oh, month yeah. for a dollar. So on Monday, I'm going to jump on that with some friends. Um, and, but it's just going to be for Sea of Thieves. That's all it's going to be. But what I've been playing lately, though, is some God of War. Had to bump the difficulty down to normal on that. because it It's just, hard. It, it's tough, right? <laughs> it's hard. Like, I can't, well, I can't I tell if it's tough or I'm just bad at video games. I was playing on normal, and I had, a, like in, at least in the early goings of that game, I was dying a lot more than I expected to. Yeah, oh, same here. Like... I'm not going to spoil anything because I know there's a lot of people still playing that game, but there's a point where I'm fighting a witch and two uh, heavy droggers, and that was the part that broke me. (laughs) That was the part where I said, I've died ten times to these things. I'm done. It's even more heartbreaking when you get, like, this close to killing them both, and you know it, and then... They hit you with like the unblockable combo, yeah. where like you you gotta you gotta from... go for those witches, man. Those the, those the revenants are the worst enemy in the game. Like they're such a pain in the ass. You they always are. get them to like a sliver of health, and they're like, Meh! and they run away, and they poison you. It's like, Motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, like the worst part is I don't know because like with the droggers and stuff, I, it's it's easy for me to tell when okay I can parry this at this moment, and then I get some free hits in. I still can't figure out when that is for the witch. I haven't figured it out yet. It's, I've done it like on accident once or twice, but that's it. So anyway, I bumped down, down to the normal difficulty and I beat that fight the first try. Yeah. So uh, I've been playing that and uh, actually been playing Smash Brothers a lot because I'm really looking forward to the Switch Prep version. for the new, new Smash yeah. Bros. Yeah, looking, for, looking forward to the Switch version. And also uh, I've got a coworker, Gerardo, who's uh, going to a big tournament called Combo Breaker. And so I'm trying to help train him up in that game. Nope. Um, best best we can. So we play a lot of fighting games over at the Screw Attack. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> Nintendo said that their E3 floor is going to be all Smash Bros. Right? Uh, is it? There, I, I don't know about be... their E3 floor, but I know their presentation is going to feature Smash Brothers. Damn. Okay, it's going to be other stuff too. But hopefully, we get like one other big announcement, like Pokemon or something. That'd be nice. Some Pokemans would be good. Yeah. I could go for some Animal Crossing. Um, you think they'll actually do a Pokemon on console? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think they oh, kind of they, they, they they, have to. So we were talking about... Pokemon this, Company said they were working on it. Okay, so. good. We were talking about this last year, and or last week, last year. Uh, and um, <laughs> Feels like a year. They, they had just sold, in the, in the past year, they'd sold 17 million consoles, and I think for this year they want to sell 20 million. Mm-hmm. So, is that, is that the number, right? Yeah, I think 20, million. 20 million. And so we were talking, like, speculating on how they were going to achieve that, and, it, like, the way to do that would be a big game like... Pokemon. Wait, yeah. so like get to 20 million total or sell an additional, sell an additional 20. 20? Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah, that's pretty yeah, it's super yeah, ambitious. Yeah. Smash Brothers and Pokemon can do that. Right. Yeah, I don't think like Smash Brothers alone and releasing remasters will do it, but I think having another big tentpole game that mm-hmm. appeals to the masses will. So, But we'll see. You never know. Maybe they just won't release any other big IPs. <laughs> for 20 million. Maybe they'll get it. You never know with Nintendo, man. Yeah. They might, yeah, I don't know. With, with Smash Bros. alone and the hype behind that game, maybe with just that alone, but I'm really hoping they at least give us something else to mm-hmm. play on my Switch. And we, we still haven't heard 
we won't know until E3 if that's going to, like, there's still speculation on whether that's a new Smash Bros. Right, or, or, a uh, or a port, yeah. Uh, it's, I think it's, I'm, I, I was, like, for I'm some, not, I just had the impression watching that it was a new game, but everyone's like, hey, it's going to be a port. Well, I'm, I don't want to put this out there, but, like, I really just got the feeling from that that it's going to be, we're going to take Smash 4, we're going to put it on the Switch, and we're going to give you, like, maybe some new balances and some new characters, maybe a few new stages. I feel like... like I disagree. Uh, the I reason, disagree. The, the reason I think that it will be a new Smash Bros. is because with other remasters, like with Mario Kart and mm -hmm. stuff like that, they've been upfront about it. They're not trying to mm -hmm. trick you. Yeah, exactly. Like, why would they exactly. let us toil for months over whether the fact it's a remaster or not? If they would, they would just tell us. They'd be like, "It's it's a re-release. It's the deluxe edition." Mm -hmm. Yeah, or there's, there's some like aesthetic differences that they've already shown in the trailers and stuff. And it's mm -hmm. it's different enough to where like I'm now in the camp that thinks it's going to be a new game. And I would board. love that. Maybe DDD will get some. <laughs> Good love. Just keep my ninja frog in there. Yeah, that's right. There's, if there's one thing I actually want, and I might be in the minority with this, I kind of really want a story mode again. Oh, no, you're not. Yeah. Dude, I want that too. Yeah, I love the story mode. <laughs> it's great. Just make it like Subspace Emissary, but better. Because the thing that made that fun in Brawl was the cutscenes. Playing it, I thought was really boring. Eh, I like the, the, the cutscenes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I when that game comes out, I want someone to teach me how to Smash Brothers. Oh, come oh, on over to our office. We'll, we'll, we'll get you cool, trained cool, up, man. Cool, because cool. I'm, I'm not good at it, but I want to be good enough to beat my friend. Okay, oh, we, 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 we will definitely do that. that. We'll get you there. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Um, I so I I've not been playing a ton. I'm in the middle of buying a house, which is apparently time consuming. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, Congrats, though. Thank you. Uh, but I have been. Wrapping up Blood and Wine. I know we're all tired of hearing me talk about that. Um, <laughs> There's not too much else to say other than I'm getting there and I really fucking like it. So good. Um, uh, aside from that, I got, last week I talked about it briefly, but I got something called a sub pack. Uh, and what that is, is basically, it, there's two versions. One that you strap to your chair and one that you wear as a backpack. Oh, I do know what that is. And I do know what that is. basically it has transducers in it that will, you run your audio through and it, pumps bass through you. It doesn't make noise like a, a subwoofer would, uh, but the point is that you're able to feel like you're in a concert setting or feel the music or okay. whatever audio you're listening to. Does this just work with any game? You, you literally just, just run audio through it. Okay. You just run like you run an auxiliary in or Bluetooth and uh, that's it. And did and you get the backpack or the chair? I got the chair version and, okay. and there's a reason for that which I'll talk about. Imagine Killer Instinct with that. But, yeah, I know. So, <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I'll be honest, it's something I've been keeping my eye on for a while, and I talked about this many podcasts ago, and someone linked me uh, to it on sale, and it's a $300 device, and they linked me to a sale for it for 80 bucks. Oh, wow. That's and, super worth it. Right, and then I got it, and I, I tried it out, and I, it's the moment I tried it out, I was like, I need to get a second one of these just to have. I went to the site, uh, which was, it was a sale on Bethesda's website. The site was down for renovations. It just came back up today. The sale is gone. There's oh. no more sale. Yeah, so like ever since I got it, I've been wanting to say where I got it because it was on sale, but it was, it was sold out. It was gone. So, real shame. Teasing us. So, um, I got questions because there, you've seen so many of these like gimmicky type well, of things that have popped up. Yes. Vests and whatever. And like every time, like. Like, you know, it's like the, oh, this is the FPS jacket. And so when you get hit, you feel like a little rumble in this area, right? L and listen, like every time it's never like done it for me. This is different in that it's not taking like, you're not, it's not like positional haptic. Okay. It's just taking the bass and pumping it out in its transducers. Okay. And it, it feels amazing. So uh, the first thing I did was listen to music with it. And I was like, 
immediately blown away. Like if you close your eyes, you can imagine yourself in at a concert or whatever. Like you, it feels it's so tactile, and and the way it like reverberates through you, like it's it's not just in your back. It's like throughout your whole torso. It's it's fantastic. Okay. Um, I also loaded it up in games. Um, I did things like Elite Dangerous. Uh, which Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, like it's it's very like ambient, but then the moment you spin up your engines, you feel like the rumble, and it's like, and it's really immersive. It's really immersive. So you're really enjoying it. I love it. Um, fuck, sorry, my contact just went wonky. Uh, things like The Witcher does not do not have a lot of bass, uh, so playing that is like I don't really I don't really get it until you. Do stuff meaning like until you get into combat, and that's like the the clanging of swords, or when you mm. like cast a, uh, a sign. It's you you feel the punchy moments, um, but things like shooters, like I played a little Wolfenstein with it, like I talked about last week, and you feel like the, the moment you shot, back? yeah, the moment you shoot like a machine gun, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it, it feels so tactile. It's like I, I, I'm feeling that it's as important as like when you're or more like more so. It's like it's kind of like a. An enhanced version of when you hold a controller and there's a rumble pack. Like the first time you used a rumble pack and you were like, whoa. Star Fox. I'm feeling the gun. Uh, like when you when you go to, when you play like Time Crisis and the, and the slide kicks back and you feel like, oh, yeah. it's, like it's like that, but so much more amplified. And it and it's it's honestly, honestly, it's something that has like completely, uh, It's go I'm using it in every game I play. It's not ever going to be off uh, because it, it is a transformative experience. Like, yeah. I now feel what I'm playing. But do you feel it's just, like, ruined you? So, like, now if you sit in a normal chair and, like, play a game, you're like, what is this? Like, <laughs> there was, there's definitely a period where when I first got it, I was watching a movie in my living room alone, and I was like, I'm going to go sit at my computer and watch this because I I just want to feel it. <laughs> like, like, it, it, it. It's really satisfying. Like it, it, it feels uh, like when you, especially when you're listening to music, it's sort of like meditative, 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 meditative. meditative. Uh, yeah. So it feels like re it feels really relaxing and really nice. And like you can close your eyes, it feels super zen. And there's definitely parts of me that like don't want to stop listening. I brought it to work a couple days because like I just want to <laughs> listen to work and fucking or listen to music and work. Uh, yeah. No, it's great. Bring it a screw tech. Yeah. Hit, yeah. Hit me up yeah. the next time you have the chair here because now I have to try it. Yeah. It's giving it this it's glowing. Really cool. So I'm, I'm looking uh, so, at moving soon, and I'm trying to formulate a VR room. Uh -huh. And you've convinced me to at least look into getting one of these backpacks. Yes. I want to play uh, Audio Shield, yes. Beat Saber, like all of the rhythm games, just so I can feel when I hit one of those blocks and my whole body just goes. Yeah. Really cool. It'd be great. That you're going to be so immersed <laughs> and sore. <laughs> right. Very and sore. <laughs> so, and then the the cool thing is, before you even like load up a game, you can watch a gameplay video and just feel how it's going to feel. I was like, <laughs> wow. I was like, oh yeah, this is this is a game I want to play. I tried out Thumper before I before I bought. I didn't I bought it yet. But I was like, this is going to be a cool game. Like the name tells you, you're it's right. going to be a great. Uh, yeah. You're literally feeling out games. Yes. <laughs> so literally. That is so uh, awesome. How does Lucio's boops feel? Have you I have not played Overwatch. That's yet. what I want to know more than anything. I bet you the fall. Oh, when he drops the beat, yes. too, it'll be so good. All right. yes. Yo, Lucio That's, chair. Yeah. Any game with like good like uh, electronic music, yeah, yeah. fantastic. Um, <laughs> uh, so there's a couple weird things about it. Uh, the seated version. Uh, the one thing is you have to lean back into it. Right. So sure. If you like to sit up like this mm -hmm. uh, and play your games, you're not. It's not going to work for you, right? Um, unless you have the the backpack version. Um, the other weird thing, and that's not that's not a bad thing. It is really comfortable. It like the pad itself is super comfy, uh, and it just feels like lumbar support. So I haven't had a problem just kicking back on it. Mm -hmm. But there's definitely times where I kind of feel like sitting up, and I'm like, eh, I can't. Um, so 
minor problem. Uh, you just tape it to you. You, there, you can strap the straps around you, but because uh, you need it to be really tight with between you and the chair because mm. oh, it, so it'll be, lose. Like, pushing up against it to really. You feel don't. It. You don't have to push, but like your body weight alone will do it. But if it's just strapped to you with the elastic straps. It will lose the, the the reverberations will go out the back instead of into you. That makes sense. Um, but uh, the other the other thing about it is that it's a little clunky in terms of you have to basically run wires to you. So you're running an auxiliary in or a Bluetooth from your phone, uh, and then you have to run an auxiliary out to either your headphones or your speakers. Right. Um, it's meant to be used with headphones. I have found that using it with speakers is just fine. And what I do is there's a, a clunky way in Windows to uh, basically output to two audio sources. Mm -hmm. You output to your three and a half millimeter jack, uh, which goes to your sub pack, and then you listen to your mixer on the recording devices, which then you can put out to your speakers. So you can, <laughs> yeah, it's a little, again, a little clunky. So running chairs, to, running wires to your chair, it's not the end of the world. I got a couple of uh, little clips that go to the bottom of my desk so that I don't pull them out or trip on them. So they just, it runs fine. Mm -hmm. It's a permanent uh, setup in my, in my chair, but um, that can be a little weird. Um, can it work on the console? Yeah, so it's it's it's, it's just a three and a half millimeter jack. Is that three all? Three and a half millimeter. Yeah. So like, if there's a couple things you can do, for, if you're sitting at a desk, like you can just run it out of the the monitor or a TV a headphone port into the thing, and then you can run into your headphones. Or if you're on a PS4 and you want to be like, you know, at your couch, uh, I think the mm -hmm. Xbox has this as well. But if it has an audio jack out, yeah, you just run that into the, the 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 little control panel and then run it into your headphones and then. You're good, and it is it is wireless. So, uh, and I mean, it has a battery pack, so you don't have okay. to be plugged into power. Um, okay, and it has good. about six to eight hours of battery life. I haven't run it oh, down. Wow. I haven't like most of the time I'm plugged in, but there are times where I just lay down in bed, listen to music. Uh, it's awesome. Wait, you lay down in bed wearing this thing? Yeah, like oh, yeah. I just like I, I, I want to relax and listen to music, so I pop in some earbuds. I can you can Bluetooth it to your phone. I've heard some complaints about the Bluetooth. I haven't had any problems. Hmm. Um, it's awesome. How soon uh, until you're just a music man? Like you have a switch. Can you do that with a switch? Could you plug it in and yeah, route course. it and then just giant headphones yeah. and you're just walking yeah. around town I, I, vibrating? I, I told Grace, I was like, I'm going to bring this on the plane. She's like, if you if you bring that on the plane, we are not speaking anymore. I was like, oh, all <laughs> I was going right. to say, like, it sounds like you're getting addicted to this thing, man. Like it's, we're going to see you more and more just wearing it it's, around. Dude, like, it is, man. You'll have like a microphone really, so that you can feel people talking to you. Yeah, exactly. Talk to me through this. really so. addicting. <laughs> Uh, I, I read someone's uh, account of them taking it to a movie theater, and what they did was oh. you, you hook it up to your phone, and uh, they don't you don't need to run audio through it necessarily. But what they did is they put uh, they listened to their microphone on their phone, right. outputted it through their headphone jack yeah. into it, so they were watching like I think I think it was Black Panther or Thor Ragnarok, and they're oh. like it was fucking awesome, uh, <laughs> which is super weird. I probably would never do that, but kind of kind of cool. That you're you kind of thinking about it. Um, just imagine you walking up to a movie theater and playing, but could you just plug this into the Screen, wherever this needs to go, just yeah. run it for me. That'd be great. Right. Um, the only the only other thing about it that we should probably talk about is that it is is expensive device. It's three hundred dollars mm -hmm. for the seated version, three hundred and fifty for the backpack version. So not not necessarily cheap. Um, and I could totally see why people would never add something like that to yeah. their collection. However, uh, the way I look at it, it and, and I got it for eighty dollars, so it's it's mm -hmm. hard for me to be like, yes, I would buy it at three hundred. But I, knowing what I know now. Probably would. Uh, in fact, I almost definitely would. It's something I don't want to be without. Um, See, I'm telling the, you. The way I'm, looking, the way I'm looking at it is like people put a lot of money into their speakers for their computer. Mm -hmm. People put a lot of money into their monitor. I just see it as another part of your PC setup now. 
and it's like it almost it's not necessary but it's like it's if you want more peripherals this is a badass peripheral and it will genuinely change how things feel in a game you've sold me on it's called a sub pack sub pack yeah just knowing like i remember when i had my pc and i would just use headphones and then when i finally upgraded to like a more surround sound system and the change yeah oh yeah that i can only imagine what the change from that to Music man feeling it yeah. exactly, and, and I I brought it home. Uh, my girlfriend Grace was she. I showed her. She's like, oh, you you bought that, and I was like, yeah, I did. I fucking I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she was very very skeptical. I was like, just wait a second. I went and plugged it in. I was like, come here, sit down. And she's like, all right. And I put on. Uh, I just like there's a bass test, which is just a feel the bass bass boosted thing. She sat down. And she was like, oh my god. <laughs> just like. So how much is this? And now <laughs> she's like, addicted yes. too. Yeah. yeah, she loves it. Like normally she'll she'll humor me mm-hmm. and she'll try out the VR. She'll try out whatever I got for like a second. Mm-hmm. This was like 15 minutes, and then the next day I was like, you want to listen to another song? She's like, yes. Oh, so, nice. so she's into it. So like it it you if you get a chance to try it out, try it out. I can already picture my wife's face if I brought that home. Like I can see it so clearly. <laughs> the skepticism <laughs> and then you bought what? Dude, it, I and I get it. I understand the skepticism, but it's it's one of those things you do have to try to like you have to feel it. Alright, you bring it in. Uh, I will. Yeah, no, please, totally. I would love please. to try that. I will. Um All right. Well that's has anyone else been playing anything else? That's that's Not pretty really, much it. it. That's all right. what we're gonna about to be jumping into. Nobody can beat we, you we don't, in your chair, man. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have uh there wasn't a lot of releases this week, so we thought it might be fun. Uh to pitch each other some games. All right. So, I'm sure there's all, all of us have had games that uh, we've played that not many other people have. Uh, things that maybe have flown under, under the radar or that just, for whatever reason, your friends haven't picked up. So, mm-hmm. why don't we pitch each other some games to fill the gap in, in hot new releases, to, to fill our void? Okay. Uh, Let's do it. You want to fill each other's words? Ben? Yeah, I know. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I kind of brought a small list. Kind of the one that I've jumped into most recently and I've been playing and just kind of found was Hollow Knight. I know you've talked mm. about playing a little bit of it yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that game's a lot of fun. It's yes. a weird mix of a little bit of like Dark Souls mechanic where if you die, you lose your currency and you have to go back and find it. Meets it's the Dark Souls of Metroidvanias, man. <laughs> it, that, it, uh, yeah. Without, people love that. <laughs> people love that description. Yeah, it's it's pretty much uh, Metroidvania with a little bit of Dark Souls like, combat mixed in. But Hardcore, they, I, I would say I would say it has, like you said, has that one mechanic. One mechanic, yes. yes. Uh, it, it is a pretty difficult game for a 2D platformer because there are certain like move sets, I guess, you'd have to learn when fighting some of these bosses. It's not like a Dark Souls, like, you know, what the forward slash and the shield and defend and everything is, but like, a, okay, I know this guy's going to pop out of the ground. The His, like, attacks are going to bounce around the screen in this order. I need to dodge this way, and then I can get one or two swipes in, and then we're going to start this rotation again. Uh, and, but what they have been doing is they've been con- continually updating that game. I think they've had two DLCs dropped for it that have added new bosses, new stories, new mechanics. Uh, there's a small uh, badge system that gives you upgrades that'll like collect currency when you keep defeat an enemy instead of you having to jump in and get it. Uh, it's a very beautiful game, and it's a very the soundtrack is amazing. But it's very much a game that you have to explore on your own. So if you like Metroidvanias, you're gonna love this because the map is huge. It's it's very very big. I think I'm halfway through the map from what I've found, and I've only been able to I think tackle some of the DLC bosses. Okay. Uh, but they have another DLC, Gods and Kings, that's dropping. Mm-hmm. Later, and that's free, right? And it's free. All yeah. these DLC is free. It looks good. 
It's a, it's uh, a lot of fun. So I liked the idea of Hollow Knight, and I did like it. Uh, I did feel like I was constantly getting lost. Like, I did not know where I was going. And I tried to consult the map, and I would get so... And every time I would die, I'd be like, all right, where where is my body? Mm -hmm. Where am I? That's kind of one of the frustrating things about the game is it took me a little bit to wrap my head around how the map works. Because whenever you discover a new area, you don't have the ability to look at your map until I think you find a bench to sit down on. And then you'll, like, your little dude, who I think is just, I don't know what his name is, uh, sits down. You see him, like, Richard. Yeah, Richard. <laughs> Richard sits down on this bench, uh, which are the check save points and checkpoints in the game, and you start sketching out what the like map is that you've seen so far, at least like kind of a rough framework. Mm -hmm. And then in each section of the map, you'll find you'll start hearing this guy singing. Steve. Steve. Yep, Steve. Yep. Richard and Steve. Richard and Steve. And Steve will Hold be here. humming and just drawing away. And you can find him somewhere in the map and by his map. If you complete the map, like uh, final boss or boss area boss then you can go back to your hub world, find him, and he'll sell you a map as well if okay. you missed him somewhere throughout the world. Uh, but once I kind of got the feeling of, okay, cool, I know where I'm going, uh, and I know kind of where to explore, and I got into the rhythm of that, loved the game. It was a lot of fun. How's the movement in that game? Because if it's the game I'm thinking of, don't you have, like, I, I could be completely wrong, do you have, like, a grappling hook or some sort of, like, air dash mechanic or something like that? Eventually. Eventually. Uh, it's, it's like a Metroidvania in that you unlock these abilities once you defeat bosses, and it's very simple in that... When you start in the hub world area, you'll have one way, one way to go and one kind of item you can unlock. But once you do that, you can go pretty much anywhere. Uh, but eventually you do unlock like a, uh, an air dash, uh, a grappling hook that lets you jump between walls. Um, uh, there's a whole plethora of upgrades and updates that your character gets. And eventually, you know, when you get to the end boss, you just have all these mechanics you can use. But each boss feels like you've accomplished something after you beat them. You know what would really sell me on this game? Is if you can convince me that one of the boss fights is just like really stellar. Is there like a really standout boss fight? There's there's a few of them. Uh, there's a lot of boss fights that are just a lot of, uh, okay, like there's one that I'm currently on right now that I, I'm a little frustrated with, yeah. but uh, it's just called the Mantis Lords. And you you go through this whole Mantis village. It's all bug themed and whatnot, but uh, there's it's basically a, a dark version of a bug's life. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> are you Flick or? <laughs> yeah, if bug's life meant Starship Troopers, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, you drop down into this mantis village, and there are these like, creepy-looking mantis creatures that will try to attack you with these hooked claw attacks. Mm -hmm. And once you finally have gotten through them and you feel like, okay, I think I'm learning this area, you drop down and you walk into the middle and these huge gates come up and the backdrop kind of fades open to these three mantis lords sitting in these back thrones and each of them comes at you at once and you have to try to just take them down. It's really, really cool, cool. and it's one of those like fast boss fights that once you get into the rhythm of it, you're like, okay, I think I'm doing it. I think I'm doing it. No, fuck, I'm dead. But it's very, very fun. So. Sweet, and yeah. it's a it's a pretty long game. I, I, like the one the one sentiment I hear about it is that like there's a ton of shit to do. There's a lot. I, I'm looking at the the completionist time. It says 42 hours, but I feel, I feel wow. like I've heard longer than that. But also 40 hours for it's only like a 15 dollar game, right? Yeah, it's like a it's really really cheap. I can find the price, but it's very it's cheap and all the DLC that's free. I don't know if that includes the DLC yeah. completions because yeah, those are the Mantis Lords in the back. If you can see them, they look stellar. They all sort of kind of like come at you at once, yeah. and yeah, it's pretty sweet. Awesome, cool. So, cool. Uh, that's that's one game I have. The second game I was going to bring is a game that's not out yet, but is on like every show floor that's been here for the last three years. Mm. Uh, have you guys heard of Just Shapes and Beats? No. Uh. -uh. Okay, so it's a rhythm roguelike 
multiplayer co-op game uh, where each okay. of you Sweet. is just a shape. And you start in a level that starts playing like EDM-ish music and each beat... Probably good with a sub-pack. Probably awesome with a sub-pack. Yeah. Uh, each beat as you play through, like bullet time starts happening. And your goal is just to dodge these bullets <clears throat> and survive to the end of the level. Okay. Uh, when you play with multiplayer, everybody's a different shape and color. And when they get hit, you have a small chunk of your life that gets taken out. And you have to dive and dodge around the screen, and eventually you get to boss fights. And all the boss fights are coordinated with this like EDM music. Uh, that like as the the music swells and the bass drops, like huge bosses rip their arms out and start just punching throughout the walls. And uh, it's so another one of those games that if you can't tell by now, I get into games that like once I feel a rhythm going, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool, this is awesome. I feel mm -hmm. like I'm Look doing some kind of weird nerdy music dancing thing. That's cool. But Let me tell you about a rhythm game then that I can almost guarantee you yeah, here's not just shapes play. And um, a game that has like, a, I like it when they have like a rhythm aspect to it, yeah. right? Um, and so, uh, <laughs> it's for the Ouya. Oh, and it's oh, called Soulfjord. Um, and it was developed by Kim Swift. Um, okay. So like, we checked it out. I did a review on it. I actually really enjoyed the game. Uh, and like you, you basically keep climbing up this tree and like then you go back and everything gets harder and you get loot and then when you die you can lose some of it. But the whole, all the attacks are based on rhythm and it's got this whole like, it's like if Vikings and 70s funk came together. <laughs> um, I'm so, looking at images right now. <laughs> dude, it was actually really fun. I really enjoyed playing that game. Um, but nobody knew about it. It came out on Ouya and then swiftly died. Hmm. Um, it, I wonder if it ever made it to Steam now that the Ouya is no longer a thing. I bet it's somewhere on there. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, Soulfjord, man. Oh, yeah, Brian pulled up my review, <laughs> or whoever did. It's only on Ouya. <laughs> only on Ouya. All right. Speaking, Ouya of, speaking of only on Ouya, this game... That's what I was going to bring up. Damn uh -huh. it. That was uh -huh. going to be my sleeper hit. All right, that's fine. Yep. Go ahead. Uh, there was a game that we discovered on Ouya back when we were just dinking around with that on our live stream years ago. It's called The Amazing Frog? Question mark. Quest There's a question mark at the end, so you have to pronounce it correctly. It is an open world... <laughs> Multiplayer sandbox. It's um, so good. <laughs> you're just a bunch of Frog. anthropomorphic frogs, and you can dress up like Spider-Man and Batman, Ninja Turtles, because screw copyright infringement, right? Um, and you just run around the city. You just kind of figure out your own objectives. There like, are cars you, to drive, trampolines to bounce on. They they've, <laughs> they steadily updated it for a while. Um, and this is, is it only on Ouya? It no. used to be. Now it's, now it's on Steam. Oh, now here we Steam. go. Is this so, it? But oh, yeah. it's. I would say it is best played on an Ouya because such a weird what? game like this needs to be played on It's impossible. No! Little There's so, it's so much better on Steam. So I played, this is footage from when uh, I played with Achievement Hunter. Um, and so we've done, we've actually done two videos. One's on the Game Attack channel, one's on uh, <laughs> AH. It was so funny because like Michael talked to me about it later too. He's like, when you first suggested this game, you know, in the back of my mind, I was like, what's this stupid fucking frog game that he's going to have us play? He's like, and it's so fucking fun. Like, it's so... It, it's like, yeah, it, what makes this game is the constant discovery that you make with your friends. Like, it's the kind of... It's like Goat Simulator before saying. there was Goat Simulator. It, it, I... Honestly, this game holds a special place in my heart over, oh, yeah. over Goat Simulator. It looks amazing. It oh, yeah. is. Like, you run around, you're just like, what's this cannon? Can I get in this? Yes, I can. What are those blimps? Can I get there? <laughs> yes, you can. I love and so you just let, you set your own goals and you just try to discover new places. We literally discovered Narnia. 
Oh yeah. There's a some random closet. We went into there, and it straight up it just takes you to Narnia. This uh, looks like Goat Simulator, the multiplayer weird frog spinoff. I oh love, yeah. I love the text flying out of it. Yeah. Yeah. They, and they they fart all the time, and they fall over at random. Like it's it's just playing with <laughs> physics as frogs, and it's so much fun. And you can you would be surprised at how much uh, the developers find you, and how much he's added to this game. Mm-hmm. So like. <laughs> We we walked like we played this for so long in the city, you know. We're going yeah. around, and then suddenly we discovered there's a pool and there's a shark in it in this one little area. <laughs> or then we go down into the sewers, and we're like, there's sewers, and then there's, there's zombie, zombie frogs <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> and then we solve a bunch of challenges. Like we just kind of followed this like kind of puzzle that we were doing, and then it took us on a rocket that shot us to the fucking moon, and then let us go around with like uh, lunar vehicles and crap. Like That's, so, it's it, like amazing. Breath of the Wild. People, people give that game a lot of credit because of the sense of discovery. Let me tell you all. Okay. It's nothing compared to the Amazing Frog. Yeah. So, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Amazing Frog. The Amazing Frog. I'm telling you, like, the, it's, it's all about discovery and doing it with friends, which is something you cannot do in Breath of the Wild. And uh, one thing I love about this game is the impeccable sound design because there's this, awkward, <laughs> yeah, right. there's this awkward silence the whole time. Except for when you run around and the little feet, the froggy feet slapping sounds like <laughs> with, with every footstep, <laughs> with every frog, every foot. <laughs> it's the most amazing thing ever. Well, you um, guys can't recommend like it highly enough. I'm missing out on it on a soul-changing experience. You, you yes. have to play with friends, but like the weirdest shit happens, dude. Like so, uh, it's our goal. Ninety-nine on Steam, by the way. Yeah, our goal is to get outside of the wall. You're essentially like in an Attack on Titan city, which <laughs> yeah. is based on Swindon in the UK. Uh-huh. Um, and so, like, we, I see this fucking blimp, and it was, like, always our goal. It's, like, how can we trampoline bounce with enough, like, weight to get on top of this blimp? Because if we bounce on that blimp, we could probably clear the wall. And it was this epic journey. I ended up finally <laughs> doing it in this video. But, uh, or no, maybe it's the second video we finally get over. This one is what we got stuck in the glass of the blimp. And then, like, oh, man, there's so much just broken, wacky shit that happens in this game. So, like, just grab some friends. And just fire up Amazing Frog, and you will have a blast. It, it looks awesome. Incredible. Yeah. That's really cool. Incredible game. Um, you mentioned a Kim Swift game, Soulfjord. Yep. I'm going to mention another Kim Swift game okay. uh, called Quantum Conundrum. Oh, yeah. that's one of my list. I always wanted to play. play that. Yes. Well, I don't even have to pitch it then. Quantum Conundrum. <laughs> uh, so Quantum Conundrum uh, came out briefly after Portal. Portal? Uh, maybe a year or two. Portal. Um, and it is a really cute and bubbly puzzle game. Uh, and the way that you uh, solve puzzles is by using, uh, utilizing alternate dimensions. Mm-hmm. Um, and to do that, you switch between them, you go to, uh, there's four different ones. There's the fluffy dimension. Objects mm-hmm. are 10 times lighter than normal. Uh, I think the heavy dimension, te- objects are 10 times heavier than normal. Right. So you can either pick up objects that are really heavy and throw them around to, to get to navigate, or you can use heavy objects or make objects heavier so that they won't get destroyed by laser beams. Um, there are there's the slow dimension where things are slower than normal, yeah, uh, and then the reverse gravity dimension where oh, things are wrong. up is down and down is up. I was wrong. Um, so it's, it sounds kind of generic, but it has a lot of character to it. Um, it's been so long since I, when did this game come out? It came out in 2012, so about <laughs> Man, six it's years. Longer than I thought. Yeah. Uh, so actually, many years after Portal. It was like a year after Portal 2. Yes. 
and I guess I was just still really hungry for. Uh, and Kim Swift also also worked on Portal. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so you can you can trust that this is another good game. It's only I want to say six hours long, um, but fantastic little puzzle platformer game. Uh, I really had a lot of fun with it, and I didn't really hear too many people talking about it. I'm pretty sure it was free on uh, it was the, the Xbox Games with Gold. Games with gold. Yeah. yeah, not it? too long ago. Yeah, I so I have it. it now. Oh, great. Yeah. Then play it. I'm already sold on it. It's yeah. $9.99 if you want to just ten bucks. It right it's out. so worth it's it. So worth it. Uh, so yeah. much fun and yeah. also so cute. There and there's there's one cute character I cannot remember. I think it's a little bunny thing. Very cute. If you like <laughs> cute stuff. They <laughs> got it. And puzzles. Um, all right. You guys so, got any other games well, to pitch? Well, yeah. Since they kind of grabbed the oh, I see. Frog, so I was going to talk about. <laughs> it. It's okay. I got another one for you guys. Um, so there's a game called Lethal League. Oh, um, okay. I have played this game. Yeah. So if it's imagine if you took Smash Brothers. Uh, and put it in a box, so you have four characters, and instead of being able to actually attack each other, there was a baseball, and you all have to hit the ball back and forth. Once you've hit the ball, the ball can no longer damage you, but it increases its velocity as people are hitting it, right? So if, if you knock the ball at me, I can smack it back, and now it becomes my ball. But you got four people in this arena, right? And so what's great about it is they implemented this just really good-feeling hit-stop, Mechanic. So as the ball starts going faster, when you catch it, it's like a Dragon Ball Z, like, like hit stop moment, and then it releases even faster. So the cool thing about it is, you see the boom box at the bottom of the screen. As the the decibels fill up, that's when the ball is going to release. So when you get the really really badass. Uh, hit stop moments, you see it slowly feeling, and you basically run and jump and try and perfectly time when the person's gonna release. So you start hit stop trading. Every character has their own like unique ability. Like uh, this looks awesome. the gator can like skate on the walls. Or no, something? no, the, or somebody else. So this, the dude, the robot with the skateboard, switch. He can r- skate up on the walls. Um, the uh, the alligator, latch, I think is his name. He can uh, hold onto the wall, and then but they all have specials, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, Raptor, who's the character I play, you can. Basically, when you're in a hit stop, you can press your attack again and then change the direction of where the ball is going to go. Um, Latch puts the ball in his mouth, which is fucking terrifying because it could be have like it could have insane velocity, and then he's just walking around with it in his mouth. And it's it's like, his oh, mouth. God. oh God, when's it going to release? He just did it. Yeah. There you go. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, and so it gets going even faster than that. And if you, the thing is like when you, if you're playing and you don't really know what you're doing, it's like okay. But like when you get somebody who knows what they're doing, and you get two people that, like that, it gets it's terrifying. Really intense and epic. <laughs> and so they track the velocity down at the bottom on the boombox. So like you also have this little like record in your mind of like, oh, how fast have we gotten the ball going? Mm-hmm. Um, There's a bunt button as well. Yep. So like no matter how fast the ball is going, if you hit it with the bunt, it'll like pop it up a little bit, and then you can jump up and just like smack it again. Lethal League is hype. The game. Oh yeah. This game looks pretty awesome. Much. And it's, okay, so it has a 10 out of 10 on Steam, and it's on. PC, Windows, PlayStation 4, uh, and Xbox One. They had so it's, it's PS4 and Xbox Yeah, apparently it's on PS4 and Xbox One. How's that been a so. thing? Kinda, I don't know. Kind of has a Windjammers vibe to it. A little it. bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. It looks fun. Oh, yeah. Is it, it's, but it's definitely it something is. you have to play multiplayer. Yeah, it's my. It's like one of my favorite games. That if we got like you know a few people just sitting around, like, oh, what do you want to play? I'm like, oh, we'll fire up Lethal League. Like, and then once people start getting into it, that's when uh, it really, really gets intense. Do you remember that time we played Lethal League in the theater? Oh shit, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was a good day. That was a really good day. So we, yeah. here's what we do. The four of us need to get sub packs. And go to a theater. And go to a theater. Yeah. And play Lethal League. The music's Smash really good. Smash Bros. Just Shapes and Beats. And Frog? Amazing the Amazing Frog. Amazing frog? The, I want to feel the Amazing Frog. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to feel the footsteps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, yeah, this sounds great. Let's do it. Fantastic. Uh, All right. Well, that so is the buy- games that we pitched to ourselves and to you. Please go play some of these games. 
Um, Aren't they guys, required to buy all of them? Yeah, That's, which, yeah, definitely. Well, let's let's jump into some news. We got some news to talk about. Let's do it. News. All right. Well, as you saw, first thing we're going to talk about, we've already talked about it a little bit. Stardew Valley has multiplayer beta available now. Uh, ben, you're probably the, the foremost Stardew expert on this podcast, I would say. Yeah, lower third. I've ben, played some. Stardew expert. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us, is there anything else you want to tell us about this? Yeah, so they, they dropped this. Uh, people have been really, really excited about this update. Uh, it's still a little bit broken, uh, but you can go into Steam and activate. Uh, it's on PC beta only. Uh, you can activate the beta and jump into it. They've added multiplayer that you can jump in with all your friends. Uh, a host has to host it. Uh, it will always be on that one person's farm. Uh, so, like, you can't come back later if they're not online and do farm stuff. Uh, but they've added uh, a bunch of multiplayer activities so everyone can join in on each of the events that happens monthly. So I think one of the things we did was an egg hunt. It was a ton of fun. So it turned from a single player, like, I'm going to get the high score in this, to a, like, Mario Party minigame-esque thing where everyone's just running around trying to figure out what the heck eggs are and where <laughs> you can find them and where they are on the map. Uh, they've added a few single-player updates that players are still kind of searching out and finding. One of the most notable ones is if you like start smooching up everybody in town because yeah. you can marry everybody, they will now find out about it if you're oh, no, everybody. <laughs> All my plans. And from what I understand, the whole town turns against you. So hold on, is this <laughs> like retroactive? A way? I don't know. I haven't seen the cutscene or anything. Is it but. retroactive? So like if you like previously had set up your harem or whatever you've got going on, and then this patch comes out, and now suddenly they can all find oh, out? That's a good idea. I bet, I don't know. I, I actually don't know. But yeah, so basically. Would, does it become the dark souls of <laughs> arm <laughs> simulators? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Arm souls. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's, that's really it. It's out in beta. People can pick it up for free. And, and it, it's something right now you have to opt into, right? Yes. Yes, so you yes. go to Steam uh, options for your game, and you go the to the properties beta options. And, and, yeah. yeah, you unlock it. Yeah, it's basically they've added a few new single-player things, and uh, they've added the whole multiplayer expansion. You can jump in with all your friends and do crazy, fun, dumb, uh, trolley things with. Cool. Yeah. Something, something I might jump into if, if like Ashley and people want to play, but I'm not. I've never been super sold on Stardew. Not just because it's a different kind of game. It's a very like mm -hmm. it's an aimless sort of. You know, you can do kind of whatever. Set your own goals. Like kind of chill out. Yeah. I think I think it is excellent for you. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a fun game that if someone has never played Stardew before, Starboot. or maybe Starboot, uh, <laughs> or maybe they've never played a video game, or they're not really into video games, I think it's a good one to throw a friend into and just say, hey, just do your own thing, have some fun. I promise not to burn your house down. I've been trying to get April to play it because she has played every Harvest Moon, like done everything in every Harvest Moon. It's crazy. Like, I don't even want to imagine the time that she's actually then, put it Then why wouldn't she want to play Stardew? I know. Well, she's like, she doesn't have a lot of time. You know, she's got a job. We got two kids. Uh, and then she likes sleeping. I sacrifice sleep to play games. Um, Life is hard. Eventually you have to make those choices. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I, I bought it for her and I installed it. And like, she started it up. She started a little bit. And she's just like, it's not, it's not Harvest Moon. You know, like, and I'm like oh, come on. We'll see. Just give it a little more time. I know. I know. A little more time. I know she'll absolutely love it. I'm a big Animal Crossing fan, so on that like premise alone, that's why I got Stardew Valley. I didn't. I bought it on Switch like months and months ago before Mario Odyssey came out, and that distracted me. Yes. But I've only just gotten back into Stardew Valley, so I'm still trying to figure out a lot of stuff. Well, Switch is gonna be the next thing that this multiplayer update. That's comes what to. I hear. That it's getting the update before Xbox and PS4. Yep. So I think it might be a fun Crazy. thing that once it drops, you just get a few friends in a room together, you bring your switches and hey, let's start a farm together. There and, you go. and I'm assuming it's not cross platform. Uh, I don't no, I don't think so. Okay. So 
Yeah. Cool. Darn. Um, briefly, if you missed it, the Red Dead 2 trailer, the third trailer, was it the third trailer? Launched third trailer. yesterday. Yep. Um, there's not a whole lot to this, uh, but basically it revealed a little more uh, of the story. Uh, it follows sets the tone. And yeah. Stuff. It's very somber. Yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, 12, year, 12 or 16 years, 12 years prior to Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Um, the protagonist is someone named Arthur, who's a member of the gang that, uh, who, not surprisingly, John Marston shows up in the trailer, and he's like at knife point. Uh, he looks very young. Got some uh, stitches yeah. on the scars. Um, and that's, Fresh. The, that's the trailer behind us. It is a really somber tone game, but that's kind of what you expect. I mean, the last one wasn't happy-go-lucky either. Um, man, I'm. there's not much else to say about it other than I'm super excited. I can't wait to see what else they show up for this and mm -hmm. I can't wait to play it. It's, yeah. it's like I'm my number three you. game of all time. Yeah, yeah. Like so good. Red Dead Redemption, that game had some of the best like single-player open-world story moments. That's really specific, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like. It, it, Everybody can remember that one moment toward the end of the game. Yes. I don't want to spoil it, but you already know what I'm talking about. You're talking about Pretty the, the one where the, the, the compass song comes on? Uh, I, I think that's the one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Tears. And then Thanos comes down <laughs> yeah, and... Thanos. It's <laughs> horrible. No, um, I'm really curious what they're going to do with the online, because that's the really big component to like any Rockstar open world game um, that they have not touched on for this one yet. Because the online in Red Dead Redemption 1, I thought was pretty fun, but I wonder if they're going to do sort of like a GTA Online type thing where it's like its own platform. It seems like it seems like Red Dead, like we've said in the past, the Red Dead Online was sort of like setting up and testing the waters for GTA Online. So mm -hmm. it seems only like logical that they would do the same in a Western setting now. Mm -hmm. Grand Theft uh, Cowboys, man. It's, yeah, I mean. GTH, Grand Theft Force. Uh, I don't know how much of, it, of the multiplayer I'll play, but uh, I'm still excited to see what they do with it because if it's anything like GTA Online, people go absolutely bonkers for it and yep. still are playing it even mm -hmm. i mean yeah. all these years later it'll be a big cash like cow. five years yeah it is it, it is a cash cow they released tons of dlc and people don't complain too much about that but that game has like a, oh, yeah. a you can spend a load on that game oh yeah how much oh, do you think yeah. achievement hunters spent thousands uh <laughs> none of their own money that's for sure <laughs> um so yeah red dead 2 coming out october 26th October something or another. October yes. 27th? Something like that? Red Dead 2. It's a thing. Um, yeah. I just want to be able to go online, tie up some other human player, and put them on the train tracks as a train's coming by. Yes. That's <laughs> While the, you twirl your mustache. That's yeah, I the want goal. A mustache twirl button. October 26th. October 26th. Cool. I was right. Yep. Um, yeah, I hope the I hope the online balance is a little better. I remember in the in the first game, as soon as you got a sniper rifle, it was all over. Because you could just sit <laughs> far away from everyone and you just plink them off. Like, blink, blink. Fun. Great game. And it's the desert, so there's nothing to hide behind. So. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, all right. Uh, the other last piece of news we have for you Fortnite fans, uh, potentially PUBG fans that maybe like Fortnite, Fortnite Season 4 is launched, and uh, it changed. It different now. It different now. That's, uh, that's actually that's the actually, sub caption yeah, of the patch. That's the yeah. Season 4. Is season 4. It different now. <laughs> uh, I am not a Fortnite player, but Ben, Benjamin, is. I play Fortnite every now and then. I dabble in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's cool. It's just interesting to see, kind of monitor the Battle Royale game spectrum of what's happening. And Fortnite, I feel, is finally figure out a way to distinguish itself fully from PUBG in that 
Fortnite 4 now, uh, if you haven't heard, the whole theme for season four is superheroes, which is cool. There's a lot of really cool superhero skins and different, like when you fall down, you can look like a meteorite and all these other different things. They had a a dance contest people could send their own dances into. And I guess some kid blew up as a meme for his dance. Orange shirt kid? Orange shirt kid. I I don't play any Battle Royale games, even I know who that kid is. Oh, yeah. Uh, And... Yeah, it's it's cool, but what the main thing that's different is a meteorite fell, and pre-season four, about a few, I think about a month or so, uh, in the sky, you could see this meteor slowly yeah, getting, getting closer and closer. And oh, that's really cool. Yeah, and so they've kind of added this story to a Battle Royale game. This is Orange Shirt Kid, and the- It's great. It, yeah, the emote's awesome. Oh man, he's getting it. Oh, so he did get an emote? He got an emote. Okay. They threw it in there right, and it's, it's, yeah, it's like, the, you know, a few people like teased him at first, and now it's just everyone's like, this is the emote to have. This yeah, is the best. That's emote. awesome. Uh, but yeah, so they've uh, thrown in kind of a story to Fortnite, which is kind of cool. You, you got to see this mystery of a, what is this meteor? People were theorizing that it was going to hit Tilted Towers, one of the areas in the game, and it was going to just blow up that area because uh, from what I've heard, that area is very glitchy and mm-hmm. it'll there's like high frame rate involved in that area. So you have a potential to kind of like freeze your game if you don't have a great <laughs> computer. Uh, but yeah, and so uh, Meteor dropped and d- decimated this area and now they've set up this uh, alien site to start excavating and looking at this meteor, you can find power-ups that now would change the gravity and the dance, or the, the, uh, the dance. distance, the dance distance yeah. <laughs> uh, of the, the, your area. So people are doing crazy cool stuff where they'll find this power-up and then jump over bases that people are trying to build in defensives. And That sounds neat. Yeah. Interesting. So, I, I mean, I appreciate that they're, they're carving out their market. You know, they're like, yeah. this is why we're different and it's because we're more arcadey so fuck it, let's crank that up to 11. Now yeah. there's a, a giant meteor that hits and everyone's superheroes and we're just gonna go nuts with it. So, I should cool. give it another shot. I Because I, I generally tend to prefer games that have that more like unrealistic arcade mm-hmm. feel to them. Like, like playing hockey games back in the day, Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey, like all the way. Like that game, you could knock the goalie yeah. through the thing and set it on fire with a power shot, right? Like <laughs> Super I, realistic. Yeah, and you could check with reckless abandon. I don't need the rules. I play video games to go crazy, <laughs> right? So like- I just imagine you showing up to a hockey rink one day and be like, I know how this works. Yeah, just, ah, they're just checking like crazy. <laughs> God, that game was good. Um, so like, I normally enjoy that, but like I play PUBG first and so, then I tried Fortnite because I heard everybody was talking about it. Like right. Torian plays, and so I was like, "All right." So I log in, and I'm like, "Okay, I get it." Like, wow! First of all, look at all this polish. That's nice. I haven't seen that <laughs> in a while. <laughs> so, uh, you know, everything looks nice, and the destructible environments are cool. But like the building mechanic, I wasn't really hot on, and that, that I think is what turned me off of the game a bit. Because like, I know you can play it without building. Well, you see the people who are really good at the game, like they're they have macros that quick. just yeah. Yeah. they hit a button and they have a tower. Yeah, exactly. And that seemed to be the main thing that distinguished it from other Battle Royale games. Right. So it's kind of like something you have to learn and pro players know how to throw, you know, barriers and whatnot almost immediately and how to get the height advantage on players. Right. Uh, But yeah, it's cool that now it seems that Fortnite is going the way of uh, one map that is constantly changing every season, or at least that seems to be what they're starting to do with season four. Mm -hmm. Uh, And PUBG has the, you know, multiple maps that you can choose and see what you want to do. And it's the more about tuning your gun and fine tuning what you want in a game. So, but you said you've never played a battle royale game before. No, I haven't, and I'm wondering if I should like even it. bother jumping in at this point, or if, it, <laughs> if it's <laughs> well, there's gonna be like seventy like, to choose from. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like I, this this all started back with Day Z. I got Day Z, yep. uh, almost played it once, 
And then uh, H1Z1 came out, and then H1Z1 kind of made the Battle Royale thing yep. popular. Then PUBG came out, then Fortnite. I feel like... There was it, Warzone. Whatever, whenever I, then Culling. Yeah, that yeah. too. Culling, yeah. Like the Culling, like, yeah, like all these Which games. Now that's like, shut down, right? I think their servers are really? gone, I think. I could Dang. be wrong. The whole game just gone right. like that. Damn. Um, but I feel like if I were to jump onto Fortnite right now, it would just like immediately be replaced by something else weeks later. What was the... Well, there's the joke... Uh, Everybody was like photoshopping all the like new battle royale games that are being co- coming out at E3, because uh, like that's it. Yes, it's like, it yeah, is yeah. a hot thing right now. Everybody's making a battle royale game. Where they, if they have an existing game, they're making a battle royale. They, mode. Made, they made a fake it's, leak. Where, for someone, yeah. sorry, go on. Oh, sorry, it's the only thing I remember from that fake leak was they had a one that killed me. It said Yoshi's Murder Island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play that. I know. Uh, I mean, it's it's kind of a bummer for someone who doesn't get too much into like multiplayer PVE or PvP games. To, to know that this E3 is probably going to be so heavily that, but yep, I'm happy for the people that like it because people seem to be going fucking crazy for Fortnite. I know, Yakuza 100 also looks like it could be a lot of fun. You're like the Just, last of 100. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Red Dead Royale, uh, PUBG 2, Half-Life 100. Um, Let's skip three. So. D- yeah, does anyone, does anyone still play the PvE Fortnite? Is that dead? I think it's still a thing. They're updating it. With this season four, they've added more to the game, so I maybe there's still a player base for it. It's still yes. 40 bucks, which is a lot more expensive than... Yeah. Free. 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 Right. <laughs> they should they should put in a way in the game for you to unlock the main game. <laughs> in the free version of the Battle Royale, like you should be able to like earn enough gold yeah, save or whatever. Up your credits or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Save. The Battle Royale saved that game. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. The way they make money now is just I think it's nine fifty um, every season. You unlock this new battle pass that as you like crank through goals and different uh, like benchmarks, you unlock more cosmetics and other things that you'll automatically know you'll get as long as you keep playing the game. Gotcha. So, yeah. yeah. Well, that's cool, man. Um, all right. Well, that's going to be a short and sweet podcast. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Nick, oh, yeah. thank you for coming. My pleasure. Chad, thank you. You can't get rid of Ben, me. thanks. <laughs> thanks to you guys for watching. Uh, stay tuned for the New Game Plus post show coming up next tomorrow. Whatever.